Welcome back to the Moms Do Business Different podcast. I'm your host, Kay Hillman, believer, wife, mama, and creator of the Shmoney Mama Gang. Myself and my team support mamas who are service providers and coaches in creating strategies that make buyers say, take my shmoney, and create companies that bring in high cash months doing the bare minimum. Join me for conversations on money, business growth, sales, productivity, and the mindset of being a mom who does business different. Mama, are you ready for the vibe? Listen up and let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Thursday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, girlfriend, if it's Tuesday, just pretend I said Tuesday. All right. But hey, boo. Hey, today I have one of my most favorite humans here to speak on the show. I'm so excited about this conversation and just how it came about. And so we're going to dive into this. So meet my friend, Taryn Jerez. Hey, Taryn, how are you? Hey, guys. Very excited. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you like came to me with this idea because as soon as I heard you say it, I think it didn't even take me like a whole minute. I was like, oh, yes, let's do this. So (laughs) I would love for you to just introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, you know, the normal spiel. Yeah, well, and as we get in today, I think it's funny, like how you said we just jumped on in. I literally thought of this and immediately was like, okay, this is a K thing, 100%. And just jumped on Voxer, sent her a message. Hey, just putting this out there. I'd love to have a conversation about it. You're the girls to do it with. And then just let the chips like fall where they may. And I love that you were like so eager. You're like, yes, let's do it. Girl, so. yes. Every time you bring me something, I'm just like, oh, this is genius. Oh, wait a minute, guys. Taryn is the person that I've been talking about when I say why I shifted the name of the brand. So you're officially meeting one of the women behind the the rebrand or the rename of this whole community in the first place. So look at us. Like This is a full circle moment. (laughs) Very exciting. Okay, so I'm Taryn Jerez. I'm a huge fan of Kay and literally every single thing she touches with her amazing hands. Um, So I do creative business coaching. I can tell you a million things about what I do and all the different topics I help women work through, but I'm going to tell you at the meat of it, I help women build the businesses that they want, not the one they think they should have. And as a mama, it is insane on how often we are met with just voices of comparison, imposter syndrome, all the things feeling like if girl over there is doing this, then I guess I should be doing that. And it's like, no, 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 we got to shut that down. So um, I help specifically creatives. So a lot of graphic design, wedding planners, artists, you name it, anyone who's doing something in the creative industry, um, just really build those businesses that are going to give them their sanity back, increase their sales, make them feel really good about kind of the vision and the mission they have and being able to actually do the dang thing. So that is what I do as a business coach. Um, I'm also a speaker and Kay and I have actually gotten to share a stage before, which is so cool. Yay. (laughs) um, Yeah, I love to just feed into other women. And I feel like just relationships are at the core of everything I do. And as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is flailing sometimes myself, trying to get all the things done in a day, um, just having women in my corner like Kay and, and other people really intentionally has made all the difference in my journey as an entrepreneur. Yes. And you know what? You are such a relationship girly. I feel like after being connected to you, I have been a lot more intentional about building relationships and just like, you know, really uh, honing those things in. But you just mentioned about like how things can be just a little bit crazy or I'm not going to even, I don't want to say crazy, but just nuance, right? There's like a certain rhythm to life as a mom, as a business owner, as a wife, right? As a leader, like all these different things. And so it's so crazy to think about how, and at least this might be just my perspective, but as much as we like to say the whole, you know, um, 
women supporting women or, you know, like, what is it? Community over competition, collaboration, competition, whatever. It's still sometimes hard to find spaces where you can truly let your hair down, like where you don't have to show up as like, oh yeah, I'm the top here. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. And so I would love for you to like, kind of dig into that because I know, I feel like that honestly is your superpower of just being able to really be transparent and let yourself be fully there and not always have to wear this, you know, I'm the leader, I'm the, you know, the head honcho kind of situation. So can you talk to us a little bit about maybe how you just got to that point? I'm just curious how you even got to that point where that's just naturally who you are. I mean, and I will tell you, like, I feel like it's a natural part of me to bring that out of other women. It is not a natural part of me to do that for myself, if that makes sense. Like it is a very intentional and very practiced part of me um, as a perfectionist or recovering perfectionist, um, as someone who really wants purpose to be like at the core of what I'm doing. Um, it can be freaking hard, man. <laughs> like, and all of us know that like when we are posting things or showing up for things in our business and doing stuff, even being a parent, like you want to be the best version of yourself and you don't always want people to see not the best version of yourself. Um, and it's really difficult to show up that way. So I don't think it comes naturally necessarily to everybody. But I do think when you practice it and you encourage yourself or you help encourage women around you to do it and to be able to show up and to take off the like Instagram worthiness and like all that and be like, it's okay to show up imperfect. It's okay to be a hot mess. I'm not saying I can do that in front of every single audience and every single person or woman, but when you find your people, it's like, it changes the game. Like being able to be like, this is really what's going on. Like here, here's the deal and be able to just kind of just share without any kind of, you know, filter or anything. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, you just said when you find your people. And so I'm just curious, cause you said um, that, you teach others and you help others do this, but you also had to practice for yourself. Do you yeah. feel like finding your people is like that first step that you have to make in order to practice this? Or like, you know, how do you kind of take people from, you know, really only showing up as, you know, the leader, the, you know, the person that has it all together to a healthy level of vulnerability. And actually, before you say that, I would love for you to just define like what you feel vulnerability actually is. Cause I feel like we kind of think it's one thing and I have a, a philosophy on it, but I'm just curious, like, what do you find as like vulnerability as a leader? I mean, I would say vulnerability for me, like not the Webster dictionary, but for me really showing the things that instinctually I want to say, but then I feel myself backing away from like that first core thing that you're like, God, I wish someone knew this. I wish I could pick this apart with someone else. I wish I had a sounding board on this, but then you're like, mm, I feel like I'm not supposed to share that. Uh, people oh like the world wants vulnerability we want authenticity but only to a point or that's for other people not for me or that's for other people but not as a leader because i need to show up as buttoned up as authority driven as amazing as possible because people are hiring me people are trusting me people are investing in me and so sometimes when we're in those roles and i know for me it feels like that first instinct of what you want to share, but you're backing away from whether it's fear, whether I mean, whatever it is, something is keeping you wanting to shove that down. And vulnerability is the power of going, screw it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to share it. I'm going to lift away whatever, you know, the curtain that's hiding behind that. Yes. You know, and you mentioned that piece about like, 
because people are hiring me, right? So you kind of like shy back from saying the thing, but how do you, maybe just for yourself or how do you tell like your clients, like when is this a time to go there? And when is the time for you to not, you know? Cause I feel like yeah. sometimes like, you know, and this could just be me, but sometimes I see people say things and I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I, I, it's not for me to judge, but it's like, I don't know if I would share that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I probably wouldn't share something like that, you know? But then also it's like, is this something that people need to hear? So how do you maybe discern between what is something that is, you know, oh yes, like this is what my community really needs to hear versus, you know what, this might be my experience, but it might not be necessary for me to share this in the name of quote unquote vulnerability. Because I feel like in the online space now, people are taking certain things a little bit too far. Um, but then oh, yeah. we're all told, be vulnerable, be transparent, blah, blah. So it's like, we're beat over the head with this message. But it's also like, you know, like you said, you have that tight feeling, but sometimes that tight feeling is like Holy Spirit saying, girl, mind your business, you know? Like, you don't need to be... <laughs> so like, how do you like discern, you know, what's going to be shared versus what's not? Yeah, and I, I love what you said too, like, not everything needs to be shared or the way that we see vulnerability in the spotlight looks real different for everyone and in different industries i am not going to be the one that's like hey girl go ahead and photograph and video yourself crying over something or showing the inner workings of something devastating in your life for the benefit of your business for views for follows i am not about that i think two things like stand out when you ask that question like for me is this whatever the, the thing is that you're about to show up and be vulnerable about, whether it's you're sharing it through content, even in a conversation at, at an event, whatever it is, are you sharing whatever's going on to benefit someone else in your industry and audience, or is it benefiting you? Because I think sometimes we do see people just sharing their dirty laundry. Like they're, they're like, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. You're like, okay, reel it in. Like, because not some things are for your biz besties and some things are for your audience. And so I think I'm not going to like yuck someone else's yum. If they're like, I share literally everything, all, all the hot mess express, like go for it. That may not be right for everyone. It's not right for me, but if it's something that I feel intention behind and I feel led like, and I have that discernment knowing Am I not sharing this because of shame, because of fear, because of something like that? Or is the fact that this could impact someone else greater than whatever that shame is? Is the fact that this could make a difference to someone else and help them feel seen or help them feel like, wow, I really relate to that and be able to see like something that they maybe need in their life at the same moment that I needed it. The other part though, and I'm really big on this, um, is i'm trying to remember how that goes hold on sometimes we want to share things and it's too close or it's too recent or it's too painful and so something i talk to clients about when they're creating content or they were like hey this happened and i really want to share it or sometimes they're like i feel like this would benefit but i don't know if i'm ready there's a quote that's like share your scars not your wounds and that's huge for me. And I have absolutely had moments and seasons in my business where there were things going on that I felt like I couldn't share, but I also wasn't ready to share, you know, like in, even like in our, my husband and I, um, went through years of infertility, waiting for amazing miracle. We now are proud parents to a crazy toddler, dinosaur obsessed little boy. Um, but during that time as a coach, there was so much going on and nobody knew 
no one knew about pregnancy loss, no one knew about surgeries, no one knew about, I mean, it was a devastating time, but at the time that was a wound and I was just not, I couldn't talk about it. And then later on, it started to scar, you know, and I started to be able to talk about that and to share what that looked like. And it, as a business owner too, when something big and impactful and personal is happening, that affects your business a lot. So I, I want to encourage that. So sometimes there's things that we want to be vulnerable and we feel like it can make a difference and you want to share, make sure you're ready. Is it a wound or is it a scar? That was so good. I think that you said two really main, well, you did say two really main things here, but it's like, the the context in terms of the setting matters it's like there's some things that you will be vulnerable about on social media vulnerable if i can say that word um but there's some things that you will share like that transparently maybe on social media and other things that you may say on stage and other things you may say in just a tight you know a tight-knit community right and so i feel like that is one thing that really does matter because there has been things that I have said on stages that I've never said on social media, right? And I will not be saying a thousand percent, a thousand. You know? And it's like it's okay, you know, because the setting was different, the intimacy was different, you know, the level of just rapport and respect was completely different, you know, versus what you can expect on social media. And I feel like sometimes people talk about be vulnerable, be transparent, and they only gear it towards like social media, but like there's so much more to business and our businesses than like what we post on social. So that's like one thing that you said, but I really love just sharing the whole sharing from the scar, not the wound. I think I've said this before too. It's just like, like you said, so often we go through things and I feel like the online space sometimes will make you feel like, oh, people are sharing like real time in the moment. But like a lot of people really are not like a lot of people are sharing after the fact. And like you said, because they have that level of comfort, right? Like they, um, you know, they feel comfortable to go ahead and share that thing. And so I would love for you maybe to kind of talk about how being vulnerable or being transparent, like how that, um, in a healthy way, right? Like in a healthy way, how can that really strengthen you as a leader versus taking away? Because I feel like sometimes we get in our head and we, you know, we can pick apart all the negative things about the online space, but having a healthy amount of vulnerability, transparency, you know, just honesty in the online space, it really raises the integrity of the space. And it really raises like strong leaders and people that you can truly trust. So like, I would love for you to kind of talk about like from your standpoint, especially as like a speaker, a coach, like, how have you found for yourself and your clients that doing this in a, in a healthy way, right? Like not just like word vomiting your, your dirty laundry, but like, how have you found this to like really be, you know, maybe an asset or just something that is positive for people to do in business? Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like so often we hear like the, like you can't be what you can't see. And so being able to, to see people doing the things that you're doing, not just the good things, not just the climbing, the amazing launches, the successful business, the hitting six figures, like all these things that we see praised and shared, there's these goals. But like, if you're not seeing the people that you're looking to as an authority that are supposed to be like winning and showing you how to do things the right way, if all you see are the highlight reels of those people, when you hit your valleys, it feels so lonely, so lonely. And as someone who is a leader, as someone who coaches and helps women grow their business, when I have a failed launch, when I have, which I have, when I have something that doesn't go well, if I invest in something and the investment ends up not working out, if there's things, if I'm, 
you know, as a mom, like having a really tough time juggling work and life and motherhood and everything. If I don't share any of that, how the heck is that helping anyone see what's actually possible? Because what's possible is not a perfect business. We're imperfect people. God doesn't call us to be perfect. Like we're imperfect women with imperfect businesses leading imperfect lives. And it's okay to share those things. And it is so scary sometimes to open up about those things. So I think having like friendships and relationships, whether it's a mentor, a coach, whether it's just biz besties, a friend, even like the group chat in your DMs of other business owners who are like, girl, you do not even know, <laughs> like, or like I am falling apart today. Having whatever those spaces, like you said, that you feel comfortable. And then in your business, being able to open up about those things. When you like, when you asked me, how does that change? Like the integrity of your brand, like how people can relate. I did a reel like it at the end of 2023, just on vulnerability. And it was a very scary thing to share. And it talked about a conversation that I had with another business owner who works with women owned businesses and helps them with their sales, with their pricing strategy, marketing, all these things. And during that coffee date, she shared that like, oh man, things are going so good right now. But girl, earlier this year, I thought like literally I was gonna have to close shop. She was like, it was so bad. Like, it's so good to be out of that season. It was so stressful. And she's sharing all this. And I felt like a pit in my stomach that she was so open to share this. And I found myself opening up and sharing, like, I'm coming out of that kind of season right now. And I say I'm coming out of it because I have faith that I was coming out of it. And I knew, but it was like, and I was practicing the right things, but it was like a hard season in business coming out of like, a year ago was my best sales I'd ever hit in eight years to my worst in eight years. I mean, it was completely black and white or like completely different. And for her to open up and share that, I was able to then find that same courage where I was like, oh my gosh. And I shared and she was like, oh my gosh, like, just so you know, most of the women that I'm talking to right now are going through those kinds of seasons. And it started this whole conversation and it made me think like, you hear coaches and speakers and social media managers and all these people who are helping other businesses share about showing up, be vulnerable, be authentic, do all these things. But if we're not practicing what we preach, it's just fluff. It's just so not helpful. We are not helping a single woman if we are not also showing up the same way that we're encouraging them to. And it doesn't mean that our authority starts to fade. It doesn't mean that if we show up imperfect or we share losses or failures or anything that we're not suddenly going to be seen in that light of a mentor or as an authority, like as an authority, but it can feel that way. And so it keeps us small. It keeps us not wanting to share. But when you do, I can't even tell you the way that that reel that I shared opened up, people were like pouring into DM, sharing their failures, sharing lessons, sharing things that have been on their heart that they haven't told anybody. I mean, it was like, I couldn't believe how many people and people also i'm not just saying like oh like just business owners that like follow me other leaders that i'm like oh they're doing phenomenal like that like oh my gosh like girl crush they're doing amazing but coming in and being like you have no idea how hard the season i was just in or this was going on in my personal life and no one knew like just so many things and so i just want to encourage like yes it might be very public facing in your brand but it also might be kind of private and you're just sharing with your people but it, it helps you grow so much as a person in your business. And we're not meant to go through those things alone.
Yes. Okay. That right there was exactly what I was getting ready to say. It's like, we're not meant to go through these things alone. And when you mentioned like having that coffee conversation with your friend and just like, it's, it's always, um, I, I said this and I say this a lot of like the pandemic exposed to me a lot of people that had children that I didn't know. And it was like, you know, up until that point, I, I had the belief that like, oh, I have kids now. I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to be successful because everybody that I had seen, you know, never showed their kids, right? They never talked about any kind of struggles they were having balancing both their business and motherhood. So to me, I was just like, oh, you know, only people that don't have kids can actually be successful with this. Um, and I think I might've known like one or two people that did have kids, but like, they weren't like their business model didn't really match mine. So it didn't really make any sense for me to really like, you know, kind of care what they were doing. Um, and I feel like it's like the same kind of concept where it's, where it really is, unless somebody shows you what, what's possible or like what they're experiencing, it's so easy to feel like you are isolated in your own experience, right? Like whatever you're experiencing, you can feel very isolated. And I feel like it's one of the biggest reasons why like you know, like, like you said, I don't share the wound, but definitely when the scar starts forming, I'm just like an open book. Like I'll just word vomit everything. Like, here you go. Um, and again, it does like the setting does matter. Like there's going to be certain things that I'll say on the podcast that I wouldn't say, you know, on a social media post, or there'll be certain things that I might say to you, Taryn, that I wouldn't say, you know, to my entire membership or whatever, right? Like, so there's levels to it and that's okay. But I feel like it's so much power in us sharing those things because if nothing else it's a release for you but also we don't realize like our experiences can really be healing for somebody else right it can really like let somebody else know like hey i know that you're experiencing a hard time or hey i've also experienced a hard time too because i feel like especially with you know and i don't like the word i don't i don't use the word highlight real too much i'm just like okay but it can feel like social media is just like a constant barrage of like oh Look at how fast I was able to get to this point. And it's like, but do you even want that? You're just scrolling through wins. Like it feels like everyone's just sharing their wins, sharing the beautiful parts of life or business or, and it is, it's hard because you're not always seeing things that are reflecting like, well, I'm glad that little Susie, small business over there is rocking it out with all her kids doing all the things, hitting all the goals when I'm here, like not washing my hair for four days, trying to get calls, my kids running around. Like it is, it's hard. And I think the other hard part is, is that sometimes you don't get a chance to see reflected back to you what you truly want. Because I found myself in a season of, I'm following all these people and I've talked about this before where it's like, I see people that came up at the same time as me doing the same, you know, we, we all came up, you know, we were all in the same program for real. And, you know, they're having 100K months. And I'm sitting over here like, I am nowhere near 100K months. And I'm just like, dang, am I like not doing something right? And it took me talking to my coach to realize like, girl, you don't even want 100K months. So it's like, sometimes we see these things and what's happening is that we're not reflect, we're not being able to see back what we actually want. Like, I want to find other moms that want what I want, right? Like not necessarily these huge, crazy goals, but just I want a peaceful life. I want to be running around my house in like a house dress and my cute little slippers. And you know what I'm saying? Like that. And that's why I put that content out because like, I know there's other people that want that too. Like, does hundred K months sound cool? Yeah. But like, girl, I don't want to do hundred K worth of work. So <laughs> yes, you know, and, and it's not to say like, we shouldn't be ambitious and you shouldn't have that goal, but it's also like, 
I'm not in that season right now where that makes any sense for me. So I feel like vulnerability, like there's so many things that we can cover with it because it's not just about like showing the wins or showing the downs, but it's also like just showing what real life looks like for some of us. And I feel like that's also something that kind of is missing in the grand scheme of like talking about content or talking about what's going on, because I truly felt crazy to be like, oh yeah, like I'm not trying to scale. Like while everybody is talking about scale, 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 I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't actually want to scale. But I think that in itself is a form of vulnerability. Like how we said, sharing things, whether it's fear, failures or fears or, but also being confident and sharing like what I'm doing doesn't look like everyone else. And what I want may not look how I'm starting to feel like I'm supposed to want. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes there are things where I, this is a practice that I do a lot and I highly encourage people, whether I don't care if it's a purchase from Target, I don't care if it's a goal in your business, I will literally turn to myself and be like, do I want this? Or am I being tricked into thinking that I want this? And it like changes things because I can't tell you how many things that I've gone after or wanted to do or what, where I'm like, pump the brakes. Is this literally what you want? Is this getting you closer to the life that you want? Or am I being tricked into it? Is this something that like I'm seeing reflected on social or Pinterest or whatever? And I'm starting to feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think catching yourself in those moments, you know, is important, but I don't know. I think with vulnerability, it's just so hard to even be vulnerable to ourselves, to admit the things that we don't want anymore, even if we once wanted them. I mean, how you said, I mean, you could have been after 100K month before, and now with your beautiful babies, you might be like, "Mm, I don't want that. And there might be guilt there. There might, who knows? Like, there might be things where you're like, uh, I, this is what I wanted or there's so many things as a mom in the last few years that look different where it was like hard to let go of or things that I thought I was meant for or things that I wanted to pursue where I needed to go hold on and it's hard to admit those things to yourself and so I think like it starts there for sure and for me <laughs> I know because I am Enneagram 3 I am very like productivity mindset like what else can I cross off my list like so being able to be vulnerable with me is the first step and then being able to be vulnerable i think them with like the people in my life or the the people that i have carved out that space where i know i can show up even if i am the first one to open her mouth because i'll say that too sometimes we're like yeah but you have friends that like that you have dm groups like that that you can open up and you guys are sharing that doesn't just happen (laughs) like at one point someone in the friendship, in the relationship, in the business group, whatever, had to be the first person to spill the beans to be like, hey, like I have a group text with these amazing women that I'd worked with in some capacity at some point. And then we got more like biz bestie zone and started doing things. We went on a retreat this year together. In the beginning. I wasn't invited to any of those things, by the way. Um, Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> 2024. <laughs> Like in the beginning, I feel like if you would go through the messages, like when we finally reached that hump of like starting to share more, you would see like, okay, TMI, but, or, Hey, is it okay? Or is this too personal? Or, Hey, I'm going to, vet none of that crap is there anymore. We just say it. There's no disclaimer. There's no, let me preface with, it's just, here's what's going on right now in the moment, or here's something I'm going to ask you. Cause I need an honest answer. And I think it's hard to get there sometimes, 
but don't feel like those aren't your people if you haven't tried to be that person first. Mm. And you know what? That was going to be my question. Like, how did you get there to that point? Because I, I have found that just the hardest thing in leadership is finding those spaces that you can go there with. Because one thing I will say is like, it, it took me like before I started being more vulnerable in my like actual business in terms of sharing it, like front facing, maybe like speaking or on the podcast, email, whatever. Um, it happened in my group chats. Like even when I'm talking on the podcast, like I always say, oh yeah, I was talking to my friend. Like I was talking to this person, you know? So I'm just curious, how did it evolve for you? Like, I know like at first it might've been like the whole TMI or like, you know, can someone like, you know, can I brain dump this or whatever? But like, I'm just curious, like, how did you even find these people that you felt safe enough to even go there with, even even if it is like a prefacing things, you know, like, how do you get to that point? How do you find those people? Because that, I mean, for me, I find like that was probably the hardest part is finding the people that I could like, this is my first, you know, kind of line of defense, I guess, to really share those things. Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to start with, I feel sometimes people are just like called into my life. I don't know if you ever feel that way, but like, like, yes, I want to seek them out. I want to find these women. I want to feel like the things I need in life are reflected in those relationships. But sometimes those relationships have found me and I know it wasn't on accident. And I know that's, you know, a little woo woo, but like, I, I really do feel like God puts the right people in our life at the right time. Um, I didn't have a ton of mom friends, um, when I was pregnant, you know, and, I had honestly, I had distanced myself from some friends who were having like babies at the time when we were going through such a tough time with infertility and I was unfollowing certain things. It was just really hard for me at that point. So when we were in that journey and I was a new mom with the business, I didn't always have that. And so these two women that I'm thinking of specifically, Tori and Jordan, um, it really just started with like talking more and DMs, even if it was like sharing memes or sharing relatable, like funny mom reels or things like that. Um, or then just asking a simple question like, oh, hey, who do you use for this? Or who do you recommend for that? Or, oh, have you seen this pod? Like, listen to this podcast. This topic's amazing. Like little things where you just start to kind of, it's like a temp check. Like you're so good at that in your business. Kay is the master of the temp check to me. Like just finding out like, all right, are we cold? Are we warm? Are we hot? Like, where are we at girl? Like, because it's so important. We don't always know where people stand when it comes to being a business, like with our offers, but in relationships, I think there's also that temp check, even if we're not announcing it, it's kind of like, how are they responding to this? If I open up a little bit about that, does it seem like I opened up too much? Does it seem like they're, they're matching the vibe? Does it feel like, are they open back because that's something too. I don't want to vent to a wall. Like I want to have a relationship. I want to have community. I want to talk to you and hear what your advice is. I want to hear what your things that you have going on. So I think sometimes in those relationships, like see how it feels. Sometimes just being the first one to share, even when it's hard, how does it fall? Does it feel like, man, they they jumped at that opportunity to support you, to encourage you, to share, to even, even if they don't have encouragement to say, I hear you, do you feel seen? Yeah. Do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? Because I will tell you, you are not always going to feel those things. Right. Not everyone's going <laughs> to answer your vulnerability with what you need. It's just not, not everyone's going to pass, pass the by, like, you know, and I think it does take time to find those people, but it's so worth it. And so sometimes being the one to, you know, add one or two people to the DM chat and to be like, hey, you need to know so-and-so or like, I thought we could talk about this or, or asking for that virtual coffee date with somebody or I have literally had people 
like DM where we we maybe DM'd a lot over time, but it felt more than just like, oh, this isn't necessarily a potential client, but like this is a potential friendship. Like this person just seems like I love them. Or suddenly it went from like, do you want to just do a virtual coffee date? Like, do you want to meet up? Or if they were in my city, like, hey, do you want to? And I'm like, sure. Does every single one of those things lead to like a skipping down a virtual hall, holding hands and sharing? No. But sometimes it does. We're like, I literally have friendships where I'm like, oh my God, I can't even imagine if they never DM me or if we never opened up about things. Where now that's someone that I've gone to like, literally I've gone to plays and shows with, I've gone for brunch with, we've opened up, we talk about different things. Like, I think be open. If you are seeking something, if you are seeing vulnerability, if you are wanting to have a sounding board, if you're wanting to have someone that you can just share with, or not worry if you're going to word vomit <laughs> in a conversation about all the things, it's not going to just show up. You have to push yourself in those relationships and share and talk. And I'll be honest, like when I did that retreat with the girls, I asked those two women if they would come with me. And I was like, hey, here's the thing. I do a solo business retreat once a quarter for myself. That's not what I need. I don't need a head down working on projects this quarter. I need community. I am flailing. I am failing in things. I just need, that's what I need right now is I need women who are going to get together over the weekend where we can ideate and innovate and just come up with ideas. And that's what I needed. And I put it out there and they're like, yes, let's do it. I'm going to be honest. They literally like walked into the Airbnb and I was like, hi. And we hugged and I'm like, listen, I'm just going to say it. I don't need, we, none of us need to be like Instagram worthy this weekend. Like none of us need to be on standing on ceremonies. Like I want to laugh. I want to cry. I want to talk. I want to drink wine and eat cheese. Like I'm like, this is, this is what's happening. I'm setting the tone. And because I didn't want the weekend to go by where it's like, oh, this is really great surface level conversation. Yes. That's not what I needed. Yes. And I was like, I'm not going to leave it to chance that one of us suddenly feels comfortable sharing. So literally I was like, the minute they got there, I was like, I'm setting the tone. Don't hate. Like, here's the deal. Like, I just want us to all feel comfortable. We've talked this long online. Like, and I will tell you, we did all those things. We laughed, we cried, we drank wine and ate cheese. (laughs) We took cute selfies and B-roll and all the things, but like, we had some conversations that changed the game for each of us. Yeah. There's things that I've seen those women implement in their business that I know was because of the conversations we had back in September. There's things that I absolutely did or felt more comfortable pursuing or was okay shutting down and saying no to because of those conversations. Yes. And that's on being vulnerable. And that's, you know, it's so interesting, like having a conversation like this and just thinking about my own, you know, different circles and pockets and stuff. And I hope that you listening, you can take away from this, like, if you haven't gone there with your friendships, do a temperature check, like just test the waters to see how far this is going, you know, and it doesn't mean that like every single person that you're friends with, or that, you know, you're going to like, you know, deep dive into all your whatever, right. But it, it does mean like, take the initiative, right. Somebody has to be the first person to be like, okay, this is what's going on. And so just recently, um, I was part of, well, every time I'm part of like a mastermind or a group program, whatever, I always like grab a couple of friends out of there. And so I know for me, that's how it's worked for me. I, um, as social as I seem to be, I really am a super introvert. And so for me, there has to be a level of intimacy that happened 
prior to like the connection. And so for me, it always happens in like a program or when I get, when we speak somewhere or something like that, then I meet people. Um, and so, you know, I have made a very intentional effort. Taryn, you've been like an inspiration for this for sure. But just like going there with people, like going a little bit deeper, you know, and just find the people that I can be vulnerable with. Um, and it's not always easy. I feel like you, you just like really explain that very beautifully. It's like, it's not always easy, but like somebody has to raise their hand and do it. Because no, like we're not designed to do this alone. Like as moms, we're not designed to, you know, parent alone. As, you know, business owners, you're not designed to do these things. As Christians, we're not designed to do things by ourselves. And so it's so important that, you know, we really stand up and find our people. You know, even though it might seem a little scary or whatever, it's it's worth it to do that because we can go so much. Like your example of your retreat just shows like how powerful it is when women really come together and are honest about what they're experiencing, what they're going through and what they need right now. And I, I talked about this in another episode where I talked about like, sometimes we don't get the results we want because we don't know what we need. And I think it's just so important to like recognize that there may be a season that like, you don't necessarily need a coach. Like you just need to talk to your friends. Like you need to talk to the people around you and ideate and brainstorm with them, right? Like sometimes like the problem is that you just need a freaking hug. Like you just need to like eat food and just get a hug from somebody. That's why I love doing my little taco Tuesdays and stuff. Cause it's like, we eat tacos and we hug. Like it's so much fun. Like it's not about anybody getting coached or anything. It's just like, let's come, let our hair down have a good time and be honest about what we're going through, going through. And in those, like a lot of times it's like me and my clients, sometimes it's like me and my friend groups, but I wanted to, and this is kind of my last question because uh, I do these Taco Tuesdays and I'm curious what your thoughts are on vulnerability with your clients. Now, I feel like you and I have a very unique thing because, you know, we've been there. <laughs> we've been there with each other, you know, after things, you know, whatever. So I'm just curious, like, what are your thoughts on as a leader? What does vulnerability look like with your clients or how can we navigate this with our clients? I mean, something that I've had to learn is like, if I'm only sharing my wins, that's a huge disservice to my clients huge massive because i need them to know like you can be successful and still have failures you can be successful and still feel like a hot mess sometimes like that's okay like i'm i'm not perfect either but when you have a strategy in place when you have support in place and you do these things they're going to help you along the way of those things that are going to go wrong or in those seasons that are really freaking hard <laughs> like that's why i i teach these fundamentals that's why we work on strategy together that's what but it doesn't mean just because you have the strategy, nothing's going to go perfect. It's not like, oh, yeah, everything's going to be amazing because we work together. Like, that's not how it works. I wish. I wish it was like, work with me and you will have the most successful thing and not a single bump in the road and not a single valley ever. Like, that's just not the reality. I want to work with you because I know you're going to hit valleys, because I know you're going to hit a wall, because I know personal stuff is going to happen and it is going to be tumultuous and hard. That's why. And so I think like, I don't know, the biggest lesson I've learned in the last year when it comes to being vulnerable, and I've shared this with clients, but it's also like something that I have to repeat to myself is like revealing your vulnerability doesn't mean reducing your authority. Say that. Not, Say it again. Um, revealing your vulnerability doesn't mean reducing your authority. You can be the most knowledgeable, incredible person who's able to lay it out to be like, follow me. Here's what I do. I'm going to bring you to all the success. I'm going to help you get to where you want to go and still 
share the things that are going south in your business, in your life, all the things. And that doesn't mean suddenly that like, oh, no one's going to want to hire me. No one's going to want to work with me. It ends up being the opposite. Trust me. I cannot tell you how many conversations have turned into client relationships out of me showing up in a vulnerable space or how many client calls Kay and I have worked together where I hired her at the end of 2022 as I was coming into a big shift and rebranding and doing all these things. And trust me, I have absolutely cried in front of this amazing woman on multiple occasions. (laughs) And you know what? Temp check. Like she ticked all the boxes. She was there. She did not make me feel bad. She didn't make me feel less professional. She didn't, she was right there with the real talk that I needed with the encouragement. She made me feel seen and we were able to open up further because I didn't sit here and hold things close to my chest and not say anything. And instead she set the tone where I felt like, you know what, I'm going to open up about these things. Even if my voice shakes, even if tears fall down my face across the screen, because I know if I keep it in, I am not growing. You know, you saying that though, it's both ends, right? It's like, as a client, you have to be vulnerable, but as a coach or as a service provider, whatever, you have to be vulnerable too, because doing that opens up the door. And like you said, it sets the tone because you would share things and I'll be like, girl, I know that this is hard and I've walked through something very similar. And then I'll share something. And it's like, you can just see like right there, like it builds a certain level of rapport that I feel like people just don't realize how powerful it is. Because if you're coming into a coaching call and you feel like the coach is perfect, doesn't go with you or anything, it doesn't make you want to share what's going on, right? It makes you like, I've, I've done this before where I'll get on a call with a coach and I'll try to come with the solution already because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want them to think that like, you know, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't have it together. And it's like, that doesn't like, that doesn't serve me at all as the client, right? That doesn't allow me to get any of the support I need. And so I feel like having that level of vulnerable, like when we can showcase that up front as leaders, it makes it to where our clients can have that, um, they can know that the tone of this is like, I can come and be my true self and get the help that I need. And she's not going to judge me, right? Like yeah. there's going to be any judgment. I can really get the help that I need. Cause I mean, I think we've all experienced where we've invested in something and felt like maybe you didn't get what you thought you were going to get, but it was because you could, you never had a chance to ask a question. Like you never felt like the space was safe enough to even like put yourself out there. And I mean, like sometimes it's like a matter of maybe we could have a little bit more initiative, but also I feel like it's our job as coaches and service providers and business owners to create that atmosphere from the get-go, right? Like we need to create that. And that is us showcasing our power as leaders. Because if people really thought like, oh, okay, it's perfect. She has it all together. I feel like that would honestly turn people away from me more than actually want to work with me because it's like, oh, well, she has it all together. Like I can't, I, I can't come to her a mess. Like I can't come to her, you know, in progress. Cause like, it just feels weird, you know, and it's so weird that we have this thought when we need help, but like, that's the truth. Like, that's just how we feel. You know, I know it's how I feel, baby. I'd be like, oh man, I can't like, unless she shows me, you know, something like, girl, just show me something. Just show me that you stubbed your toe today. Like, give me something so I can like grab onto that and be like, girl, I'll be falling down my steps too. So, you know, <laughs> it's so true. Like, because you want that sense of judgment is there. That feeling sometimes at the beginning of our client relationship, even where when someone's like, all right, I'm about to like, I'm going to tell you this, or like they share some, but you can tell as a coach, as a service provider, you can usually tell when you're like, mm, there's more. Like, yeah. I know that she's not open enough. I know that there's more. We're like, okay, well, what about this? But then when you share, 
it suddenly does, it gives that comfort on the other end. And I feel like if you are just service providers, <laughs> if we are seeking investment in ourselves and we are looking to grow in our businesses, it is a red flag if the person on the other end that you want to invest in is not opening up, is not setting the tone for you to show up and be vulnerable, for you to show up and be imperfect, because you're not going to grow. You're not going to get an investment means <laughs> the money that you're spending is going to come back in some way. The time that you're spending is going to come back in some way. So if you are entering those relationships and you don't feel comfortable, red flag. Like, and I think that we talk yeah. about being vulnerable ourselves, but if we as business owners want them to be vulnerable for us, like I want my clients to be okay showing up a hot mess. I'm like, I am not the call to be buttoned up. Yeah. I want you showing up. If you didn't do what we said you would do last week, that's okay. Tell me. If you are like, this is what's going on, I, and you feel like you're going to cry if you open your mouth, guess what? I have tissues. Like, it's fine. Like, I'll probably cry with you because that's who I am. <laughs> like, so, but I think that's our job too, is like to really be intentional. How are you creating the environment for your clients to approach you in a way that they don't feel like they need to have a wall up, that they can be real and raw and that you're a place of comfort. You're a place where they can you know, be vulnerable. So I think both ends, I think that's how we grow. Like we need to be okay being vulnerable. We set the tone and like helping our clients feel like they can do that with us. Like that's always my goal. I never want someone feeling like they have to show up perfect. Yes. You know, I always say like, you know, babies and boobies are welcome on the calls for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like babies, boobies. And like, and then I'll be like, now you can bring your tea, like bring your tears, like bring every part of you to the call because it really like, I want to hold that space. And I feel like for those of us that maybe struggle to find those spaces, like just amongst peers, it's so valuable to find that in a coach. And it doesn't mean you have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching or anything. Like you can join somebody's membership, join a, join a short-term group coaching program, whatever, like find those spaces that you can be in so that you can practice that muscle of vulnerability amongst people that want to be there. Because from there you can find, you know, the offshoots of people that you can build that relationship with deeper. Like that's just been my way of doing it. But I feel like it's so like what you were just saying, is just like so valuable as a leader for us to go there. And it's our job to really set that tone up front. And we can do that through our content. We can do that through our sales calls, right? We're having a sales conversation with somebody, you know, I have a formula for how I do mine, but there's always space, you know, that's left for if somebody just needs that moment of honesty, right? Like it's just allowing people to have a moment of honesty because as business owners, like we are solving people's problems. Like that's our job to, you know, help them through and get a solution or whatever. And so I just, I really love how you said, you know, revealing your vulnerability doesn't mean that you're reducing your authority because I feel like so often the biggest thing that I see that holds people back from sharing is you feel like this makes you not look like an authority when it, it's like the complete opposite. Like it builds that trust. You know, we, we talk about no like and trust. Like I feel like this is the thing that people really latch onto when they trust you. Like, it's not about, you know, well, yes, posting consistently helps. It's like when you are vulnerable, it's like, that's just a whole different level of trust because now it's like, oh, someone's telling the truth. Like you're telling me the truth now. You know, it's not, it's not just about you showing up because you have a content calendar. It's about you showing up and being honest so that I don't feel like I'm alone in this or so that I don't feel, so that I know like, oh, what I'm feeling is not it, I mean, sorry, what I'm feeling is normal. Because I feel like for me, like the other thing is like, I need to know that what I'm experiencing is not just KU effed up, but like, no, this is like normal. Like everybody experiences some version of this, you yeah. know?
I think that's just like a really powerful thing that we can do as leaders, you know, creating these spaces, creating these programs, creating these offers is like, just show people like, Hey girl, you're not the only one that has experienced a problem similar to this, right? Whether it's in your personal life or in your business or in this season, right? You know, I feel like there were a lot of people that like pretended like 2023 was like the best year ever. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you lying, girl. You know, you're lying. Like, please show me your group chat because I know you're lying, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talked about this in my recap where I was like, you know, I had a 20, wasn't a 25, like I think like 20 or 25% decrease in revenue. It was a good year, but like, there were a lot of things that sucked, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, it's honest about that. And that's, what's interesting. Like, cause when you do open up, like I was, I forgot what event I was somewhere and there was like three girls and we're talking about business and stuff. And she's like, this has been such a hard year, but I feel like so many people are just like winning and doing amazing. This is their best year. I was like, let me be the first to say not my best year and so i told her i was like listen 2020 i was pregnant i was just full-time in my i like literally december 2019 was like all right i'm going full-time finally i'm doing the thing i'm having the baby like all the blessings this is gonna be the best year ever and then march <laughs> march 2020 the world was like ending so that was the year where i'm like that's it this is it I'm done. Like it's going to all come crumbling down. And it didn't, it ended up being one of my best years. 2023 rolled up like, Hey, remember all that doubt you had in 2020? I'm back. And like, and so I said, I was like, listen, and I could not believe how many other people were like, yes. Oh my gosh. Like 2020, I thought that this is it. My business was going to fail. Like, and then I did great, but this year is really trying me. And I was like, oh my gosh. So just that alone, like I would have conversations with my husband when things were going wrong this year with business or like frustrating. And he's like, you don't think that a ton of other small businesses are feeling what you're feeling. Right. He's like, and they're just not talking about it. And I was like, all right, listen here, Leo, like with all the knowledge, <laughs> but my husband's like, he's always right about these things. I'm like, okay. But when you have those conversations and you open up, I cannot believe how many, there were literally women, like not even in the convo, like behind us walking over and like okay wait, 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 i heard you said yes this year has been i was like okay thank you <laughs> like we're not crazy it feels like it's just us so often but like it's never just us it really isn't it's never just you and i feel like that's like i feel like that's the power of like group spaces like i used to be one of those people that i only wanted to do one-on-one -on -one coaching until i realized that like the power is in the group right because one-on-one oh, yeah. -on -one, you know like there's just a certain level of vulnerability that can happen in a group I have found at least and so it's one of the reasons why I'm a huge advocate of like finding like group things to be a part of like whether it's going to a conference going to a workshop or just doing coaching or finding a couple of people that you can just put together in a group but there's so much power in that because otherwise you real life will be sitting down thinking like dang was this just me like even uh, and I said this in my recap where I was like you know launching back to back didn't work for me last year and it's so funny because last year there were a lot of people that I was at least following that all they were doing was launching. Like literally every week they were launching something new. Meanwhile, me over here, every time I launched, I, I mean, there was one launch that went okay, but like everything else, just like, in my opinion, it flopped. Like it just did not go well. And so I just stopped launching. Like I was just like, I'm not going to launch anymore. Like forget it. Like I'm just over it. And so I stopped launching and I talked about that being like one of the not good things that happened. And it was so funny because after I had shared, there were some other people that had like DM me and they were like, girl, launching was like a, a suck for me last year too. And I was like, I'm so glad that I shared. I wish I would have shared this earlier. I wasn't thinking about it because I just decided I wasn't going to do it anymore. But like, I wish I would have shared it earlier so that I would have known like, oh yeah, okay. You're not the only one that's having, you know, 
launches that just are not hitting. Like, I don't know why. I, I still don't know why. And guess what? Kate does not even care. Like, I'm, I'm moved on. I don't care. But it's like, in the moment, it just feels so good to know, like, okay, I wasn't crazy. Like, I wasn't crazy about what I was experiencing with this thing. You know, and I feel like that's, as a leader, I feel like, you know, figuring out, and I feel like there's so much nuances, but like figuring out when do we share things and how do we share, like, there's so much nuance that goes into that. But I think the first step is just sharing in general. Like, at some point, we just have to get comfortable with sharing because we never know, like, what kind of conversations or what kind of doors can open up because we shared something. 100%. It's so true. There's so many things that, like, we'll sit and go back and forth in our mind, like, do I talk about this? Do I not talk about this? We'll even literally record the story, hit post, walk away, and then go, ooh, should I? I don't know. Maybe I should delete that. I don't know. Uh like we do this to ourselves and a lot of the time, at least in my experience, I'd say 90% of the time, the things that I sat and was so worried about like, do I share this? Do I not share this? Are literally the things that made relationships get closer. Yeah. Are the things that made people reach out that maybe wouldn't have reached out, share something and pull the curtain away that they wouldn't have before, gave them permission. Like that's my favorite thing ever is when someone tells you, that the thing you talked about, the thing that you shared and were vulnerable about, allowed them to have permission to do the same. Girl, yes. That is the biggest blessing. Like, that is all I want. <laughs> like, nothing feels that good. Like, being able to hear another woman, whether it's from a talk I give on a stage, a story I share on Instagram, someone to be able to say, I felt seen, I felt heard. You gave me permission to be able to do this, to share this, to stop doing this, whatever it is, to go after this. Like that's that's the best. And that's what we want as service providers. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I feel like the biggest compliment that I can ever get is like, you know, because you shared this or because of this, I feel like I can do the same thing. Or I feel like, you know, I feel less alone. Like just, I always say like my biggest thing that I care about with this business and with what I do is I just want other people to feel validated in their own experience. Like whatever your experience is, I just want you to know that like, it's okay. You're not alone. You're not the only person that has experienced this. Like that is my number one thing. And I feel like that transparency being vulnerable is what drives us to that point, right? Like without those things, a lot of people will give up, you know what I'm saying? So as leaders, it's so important that we hold the space for that because if not, you know, there's going to be a lot of people like we've already seen. I, it just, my heart just breaks because I've like, I took a step back from social media and then I jumped back on and I saw so many of my peers leaving the space. And I was like, what happened? Like, it was like whiplash. Like, and I was like, oh my gosh, like people that I've what I never thought would, you know, close their businesses are closing their businesses. And then I'm having conversations with them. And it's literally because like, they felt like what they were experiencing was an isolated event. And it's not like a lot of the stuff that happens in the online space. It really is for lack of better words, a trend. Like it's, it's just, it's what's happening for everybody. And if you don't know the cycles and if you're not talking to people, and if you're not sharing what's going on for you, you really won't know that like, oh no, we're all experiencing this. Like if you just hold on, everything will work itself out. Like it'll bounce back up at some point, you know? So uh, what would be like something like as a last thing, like a final thought that you want to leave us with when it comes to being vulnerable as a leader, you know, taking off like that leader hat, like having to always hold on to that hat of being a leader or just like to find spaces where you can be vulnerable. Um, what would you leave us with for this? Hit us. <laughs> I mean, I think that sometimes the things we're prioritizing as business owners looking to succeed and looking to serve, 
whether we're putting time or money towards investing in a CRM, investing in a mastermind, investing in certain softwares, whatever it might be, uh, accounting, things where like, oh, we need this, I need to outsource this. If you are not investing in relationships and community and spaces where you can show the heck up as yourself, none of those other things matter. Come on now. None of them matter because we're entrepreneurship is hard with a capital H, a capital A, R, T. It is hard <laughs> and it is lonely. And if you are not protecting yourself and actively carving that time and space out, no one's going to do it for you. It's real easy as a leader to lead. It comes naturally to a lot of us. So it's real easy to get in that leadership hat and that space and lead other people and forget that as our cup is empty, we're not serving the way we should. We're not setting anyone up for success if we're not setting ourselves up. And I know, trust me, my cup isn't just empty. Sometimes it has cracks. Like it is, things are seeping everywhere. <laughs> like, But I think like, don't think when you see someone else showing up as vulnerable, oh, that's only for them. No one wants to hear what I have going on. That's so not true. You have to give yourself permission before you give anyone else permission. So I think just like, remember, revealing your vulnerability doesn't mean reducing your authority or your expertise. If anything, it is going to amplify it. It is going to help people see you. Bottom line, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> no one is hiring us for our strategy. I'm just going to say. Come no, on, please. No Thank one. you. Thank no you. one is like, oh, let me book a consult with Kay because her strategy is just the most amazing. Her marketing expertise, her content creation. That's not why they're going to her. That's not what, are you kidding me? No one. If she gave a survey to every single client, it's like, why did you hire me? I'm going to bet anything. Zero people wrote that kind of, it's going to be because I felt safe, because I felt seen, because I felt heard, because I felt like you were going to help me see things in myself I couldn't. Those are the things we want to hear. So just remind yourself, none of us are reinventing the wheel. There's a, there's a million other coaches someone could hire than me. The reason the women that work with me work with me is because I showed up, because they saw something in me that made them feel comfortable and had trust and connection. So remind yourself when you feel like you can't talk about it, when you feel like you're not going to open up, that's for other people, not for me. You're not growing if you're not sharing stuff that is really eating away at you or things that you feel like you have to be quiet about. People want the weird. People want the mess. People want all of it. Okay. And it's only going to help you grow. And I say this from experience. Girl, I didn't even want to get started on another thing, but like you made a great point with the whole people do not hire you for your strategy. I mean, can we put this on a t-shirt? Because that is the God <laughs> honest truth. Like, like a whole other podcast episode. Like, it's a, that's a whole other episode for real, but it's the truth. Like if you really ask people why they hire you, why they work with you or whatever, I know for me, the answer is never about the marketing strategy, the sales strategy. Like they might mention it, but like the bigger piece is like, oh, you shared this or you talked about that. Or, you know, I see you do this as a mom and I'm a mom and I'm struggling. But like it's always something relevant to like how people feel, which goes back to the whole point of being vulnerable as a leader, because otherwise people like. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm willing to bet big money. I'm willing to bet big money that if you ask your clients, they are not going to tell you it's because of your strategy because you can find strategy a dime a dozen. I can, I can go throw a piece of paper outside and hit five other coaches that do oh, something yeah. somewhere. Like, 
I love you. Throw me some paper outside. I'll throw a piece of paper. You know what? I'm going to say this. I remember, and this is stuck with me. You were like, you are not like three tip Taryn. Do you remember this? I do remember that. You were like, you, none of this three tip Taryn. Like that is not why people are here. That is not the content that's getting people to follow you. You are not standing out from the crowd though. And I was like, that's so true. And it did stick with me because I was like, yes, someone might follow you initially because they heard a tip or advice or something they could implement. And they're like, oh, hello. That's not why they're sticking around. That's not why they're pausing in their feed going a million miles an hour, they could be swiping and stopping on your content. It's because of who you are. It's because of how you're showing up, what you're sharing. So yes, throw a piece of paper out there and hit three to five other service providers. But it's not why people are there. And so show up, be vulnerable, be okay carving up that space and maybe being the one to like set that tone and be the first one to share. And it's going to come back tenfold. And like you said, it's not about like, it's not saying that you won't ever post a tip because like, you know, you said like, oh, they might be attracted to you because of that. But like, but I think the key thing you said is like, what kept them staying? What makes them at least stop when they see you pop up or something like a piece of your content stop? It's going to be the vulnerability that they know they're going to have with you. And vulnerability is not, you know, you just crying and sobbing about things that are hard. It's about just like being honest. It's just about like sharing like, hey, I, I used to experience this thing, or this is where I used to be, or this is what I experienced last year, or whatever. Like it looks different, but it's not like we have to talk about this all the time or belabor the point or just cry all over the internet. Like you said at the beginning, it's like, I'm not, you know, putting my camera up and crying into the camera or anything, but it's like, I am being honest about what my experiences are or what's going on or whatever. And I feel like that's so valuable and so valid. And you know, we, we talk a lot, like people, it's so funny to hear people talk about, you know, be vulnerable, be transparent but their actions don't match that at all. Like it's like their actions don't match that at all. And so it begs the question of like, you know, how do these things work? Like, how does it work? You know, and I, I have a whole thought process on this. Again, that's a whole other episode. I'm not even going to go there today. But um, I think this is such a beautiful conversation just to like open the door because I feel like a lot of times we feel, and you said this at the beginning, like that tightness in your throat of like, oof, there's something here that I want to share, but I'm afraid to share. And I hope that this gives you permission to share that thing. You know what I'm saying? Again, it, like you said, it doesn't have to be when you're in the wound, when you're in the thick of it. But when it starts to, to heal, like I feel like it's so powerful to share those things because that truly is what makes people connect with you. It's the thing that makes you stand out versus everybody else. Because the truth of the matter is, is that there is no other you. There is no other story like yours. Like, I mean, it may be similar, but nobody can deliver it and nobody experienced it the way that you did. And sometimes you sharing your truth, your honesty, your experience is that thing that makes someone else feel seen, validated, heard, and safe enough to want to make that investment. And this is whether you're a service provider or a coach or a, a product. It doesn't matter what you're selling. Like, when you can build that emotional connection, that is everything. I mean, do you know how many iPhone commercials and Google, whatever, I've been crying over because they tell a freaking story? And I, even Tay, my husband, like, he was like, that commercial got you, didn't it? He's wiping his eyes. And I'm like, exactly, because it's the story, it's the vulnerability, it's the honesty that helps people feel like they're part of something. But more importantly, just trust you enough to be like, you know what? this is why I'm making this investment because I can feel safe enough to just be myself because you are setting that tone as a leader that, Hey, I'm not perfect, but I do want to serve and support you. So let's do this. I love it. This is so good. <laughs> this is Thank so you so much for having just this conversation. Like it's so life-giving. And I hope that like, if you're listening right now that 
you feel seen and heard, that you feel like there is that permission because nothing is special. And, and I mean, Kay and I like to say we're amazing, but there's nothing special about us. We're just women. <laughs> like we're, we're imperfect just like everyone else. And being able to just know like, it's okay. It's okay to show up. You're going to see so many amazing things happen from that freedom that you're giving yourself and just allowing other people to have that same freedom. Yes, yes, yes. A hundred percent. I'm so blessed to have you. This is such a good conversation. Tell us how we can follow you, keep up with you, all the things. Yes. Okay. So Instagram is like where I'm hanging out mostly. Um, slide into Kay's DMs. So uh, at <laughs> go for it creative. So um, is where you can find me. So that's my handle. Uh, and then my email is Taryn, T-A-R-Y-N at goforitcreative.com. If you want to shoot an email over, if you want to talk about anything, if you want to show up as vulnerable and talk to me in DMs, I'm ready to hear what's going on, girl. Um, but find your people. That is my biggest advice. Find your people, carve out that time and that space, show up for yourself, and it's going to help you show up for your clients even more. Yes. Thank you so much, Taryn, for being on the show. This was just so great. And I'm so glad I finally got I don't know why we waited so long to have you on the show. This is so crazy. But I'm so excited. God's timing, like, like, timing is perfect. <laughs> no, it was perfect timing. And I'm so glad we got to do this. Yes. Well, until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I know you loved it. So go ahead and leave a five-star review. Make sure to share this episode and tag me at Moms Do Business Different and at Mrs. K Hillman so Ayantha knows it's real. May you walk in your purpose and calling every single day to steward the life and business that God has called you to. Until next time, let's get this money.